Let's give a hand to Jesus, amen. He's the, he's the one we want to focus on tonight, and we just thank Jesus. Lord, we thank you for tonight. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your love for us. Thank you for all that you want to give us and all that you want to impart to us. We ask your grace and anointing and blessing upon tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. And um, just to give you just a little bit of a taste of something that's in the works, it's not, it's not fully being announced in terms of its details, but um, many of you may know that I was Reinhard Bonker's TV producer. Um, Lisa and I traveled with Reinhard for three and a half years. We we, uh, those of you who don't know Rainer Bonker, he's a very famous evangelist. He's had up to 1.6 million people uh, in a single meeting. And um, he, w- he went on to be with the Lord um, just a few years ago. I think it was um, December of 2019. In 79 years, he died at the age of 79. He won 79 million people to Christ in his lifetime. A million a year. And... Um, so we know he's rejoicing up in heaven, and you know, um, just uh, um, the reason why that, that God put in our hearts to 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 transition from his ministry. He was a spiritual father to me, and remained that until until his dying day. And he wrote the forward to my book on pursuing maturity, which is on, on Amazon. We're not going to have copies tonight, but. Um, you know, it was in my heart when I saw these crusades, I saw millions of people come to Christ, and my, my heart was, God, who's going to help disciple these people to maturity? That was just the question that was in my heart, and because of that passion, I stepped away, went to Fuller Seminary for two years and studied world missions. I teach in that in the, in the Rock Bible College, and um, um, just studied evangelism, leadership development, and, and many areas of church planting and, and how to complement the harvest. And my wife and I went to Nigeria for two years. We started 140 video Bible schools there. We had about 4,500 students, and that's when God put it in our hearts this will work in China, Russia, India. We needed to create a curriculum that can go into any language in the world. So we came back in 1994. And we started the development of the ISOM, which is today, which is a bilingual curriculum with the best teachers in the world. And almost John Bevere and Jack Hayford and T.L. Osborne, all these great, great teachers, including Reinhardt, were on this curriculum. And now it's 150 countries, and it's all over the world, and we've got 20,000 schools that we know of. And, you know, we just let God do His own thing and try and stay out of His way. Most of the time, that's how we operate. But it was always in my heart to see this tool come back and participate with the Crusades. And I wrote an article in 1994, and I, I, I put together a vision of using a crusade that goes in and opens up a city, going in ahead of time and starting 100 Bible schools and training thousands and thousands of church planters and leaders so that when the crusade happens, we have the people to take care of that. Well, 30 years later, um, actually from 1991 is when I, you know, that I began to envision that, 1994, I wrote that article, and a man read the article in Singapore, and, and, and he, he called me up, he says, I'm coming to see you, and I said, well, can't you just speak to me on the phone? He says, no, I'm flying to come and see you, as a businessman from Singapore, and the reason he flew out was he, he said that he had 
being given a vision from God of an Olympic stadium where people were marching by and they, you know, the flags at the beginning of the, the Olympic procession, all the nations march before they come with all their flags and the athletes come before, you know, the, the, the world. And he said he had seen them, these, these, these nations marching in this huge stadium, but they weren't coming to win medals. They were coming to receive Bible school degrees and diplomas. And he said, when I read your article, he said, that's what I saw. Well, two weeks ago, I flew out to Florida and met with the person who's now the leader of Reinhardt's ministry, Daniel Kalenda. We had a two-hour meeting, and we are putting together a plan by October to begin to actually bring that to pass and to link the ISOM and to be able to, you were actually looking at a city in Africa and to literally train thousands and thousands of, of leaders before the crusade and then start and leave behind at least 100 Bible schools. So be in prayer for that. Thank you, Rock Church, for all that you do to stand with us. Pastor Jim and Deborah, you guys have been midwives to this vision, and we thank God for that. Now, tonight we want to focus on the Holy Spirit baptism, and um, it's the gift um, that, you know, is available to every Christian. And yet so many people don't take advantage of it. And um, I want to share tonight in a way that, that will, one, um, help you theologically. It will help you. Um, maybe you, you've known a little bit about it, but maybe it will show you how to help a person to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And to other people it, that you've come because you have a hunger, and maybe you've, you've been and you've heard about this, but you've just not quite understood how to actually appropriate it, pray, I pray tonight that God's going to give it to you, that you're going to get that gift tonight. I've watched it. You're going to see a crowd at the end of this uh, tonight of a half a million people receiving this gift, or a crowd of that large with the majority of them getting the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I know that God wants to give it to everybody. It's a question of the preparation of our heart and how we step in to do that. Now, just to the people online, because we don't want to violate any of the copyright laws and everything else, when it comes to the three videos we're going to watch, um, we're going to have a, a, just a URL there. It's a link. These videos are available online. Anybody can use them. But we're just going to give you the link. Go to the video. Watch it. Come back to us. It's the same length as what we're going to watch and the video is only going to be on the center screen. It won't be on the side screens because that's what's being watched by the online. So we can't actually stream it without jeopardizing things. But we're giving you the link. You can link, what, link it onto YouTube, watch the videos, come back to us and join us so you can participate in the closing of the sermon. Um, so it's a Holy Spirit baptism night. And I want to start with Acts chapter 1. And we're going to read from verse 4. Now, we've been in the book of Acts, the story of us, that's been the, these last months that we've been there, and this is the beginning of the book of Acts. So Jesus is, hasn't yet risen from the dead. This is one of his last uh, um, discussions and discourses with his disciples, and he is now leaving them instructions because he's about to be taken up into heaven, and he's telling them, okay, I've, I've, I've died for your sins. I'm raised from the dead, I'm now on the earth, and he's, I'm, I'm ascending to my Father, but I'm going to give you some instructions. Now, you would think at this point, you'd be saying, just go out, tell everybody about salvation, go and preach the gospel, and people you know, will get saved and go to heaven. He doesn't say that. 
In Acts chapter 1 and verse number 4, we pick up what Jesus says to his disciples, which he speaks to his church. It says, and being, and being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father. Everybody say promise. He says, wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you have heard from me. For John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Now, he specifically refers to John. John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. It's very important to notice that, all right? Therefore, um, in verse 6, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you at this time restore the kingdom to Israel? Now, this is my answer. People say, are you mid-trib, post-trib? What's your eschatology about the end times? I say, it's this, this Acts chapter 1, verse 7. He said to them, it's not for you to know times or seasons which the Father has put in his own authority. Now, verse number 8, very important. But, everybody say but. You shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem, Judea, and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. That's the second word I want you to notice, power. Jesus says, wait for the promise and you will receive power. But let's talk about the word promise, first of all. Now, if a, human beings promise things all the time, and people break their promises, all right? But this is not a promise from man. This is a promise from the Father. Are you with me? He said, wait for the promise of the Father. The Father's made a promise to the church. The, the Father's made a promise to every Christian, all right, now, I'm just going to um, take out some, I know there's not much funds left here, but I'm just going to take out something from my own, my own wallet here. Now, this is a $20 bill, and whose is this right now? It's mine, all right? I just took it from my own wallet, all right? <laughs> my wife may have a claim, but, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's ours, Okay. But I'm going to promise this to somebody, all right? So I see a young man back down there. All right, I promise this to, to him. I don't know his name, but he came in to attend church on a Sunday night, and that just shows he's, he's, he's got a heart for God. So I'm promising this to him. All right, now who does this belong to? No, it doesn't belong to me. I just promised it to somebody, all right? I promised it to him. So it belongs to him now. But, I mean, he's sitting there in his seat, and I got this, this, this $20 bill. So if he wants to come and claim what has been promised to him, he's going to have to get out of his seat, and he's going to have to come up and, 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 and take what's been promised to him. So you can sit there, or you can come up, and you can, uh, can claim it. You want to come and get it? Come on. All right, it's been promised to you. I'm just going to give it to you here. Hey, all right. God bless you. All right. You see, there was promised to him, but he had to come and he had to receive what was promised to him. Are you with me? And the promise of the Father is a promise that the Father's made, but the church has to. Jesus told them very carefully, 
go back and wait to receive it. He said, if you go and just do your own thing and you don't come go back and follow my instructions, they had to go back to Jerusalem and they had to specifically wait for this promise from the Father. Now, what Jesus said about this promise, he says, it's not for you to know times and seasons. All these things that are happening in the world, you know, it looks like Jesus is coming back yesterday, all right? But Jesus says, not for us to know the times and seasons, but you shall receive power, all right? That's what we need as the church. We need to have the power from on high. We need to have power to be Christians in this hour. We need the power that the Father's promised us in order for us to step in to do what God's called us to do. And Jesus said, don't go anywhere. Even though I've done the work of salvation, I've risen from the dead, but you go back and wait. The promise of the Father's coming, and it will give you power to be witnesses, to be able to be shared, to share in this dark and broken world, to be witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. This was not just, just to you guys. He says, this is going to go globally to the ends of the planet. All right? So you with me? This is foundational to where we are, and we come to the gift of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Then Jesus specifically here references John the Baptist. So we're just going to go to a short video showing John the Baptist. Now, John the Baptist stood in a river of water. Jesus actually came to that river in the Jordan River, and, and he, you know, he came to John. John says, look, you don't, I'm not baptizing you. You're supposed to baptize me. And Jesus said, no way. I'm going to fulfill all righteousness. His message was one of repentance. It was one of turning to God. And we'll realize that in order to prepare your heart for the promise of the Father, you have to repent. You have to turn from evil. You've got to turn from darkness. And even the act of water baptism is a wonderful act in terms of obedience to what God has asked us to do. But we must understand that John the Baptist, he stood in this river of, of, of water, the Jordan River. Jesus said, John baptized into the river of the Jordan. But he says, the promise of the Father, he says, you will be baptized into the river of the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Are you with me? So now let's just look at what John the Baptist did. So we just look at that very quickly and look at his message. And then you'll see Jesus coming to him. And then as Jesus goes into that, that river of, of, of water baptism, he comes out and the Holy Spirit comes down on him. All right? And I think it's important for us as we prepare for the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Jesus used this image as a reference for us to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So let's watch that very quickly. There's a URL. Go to that.
Praise God. Matthew chapter 3, verse 11, we're going to bring up the Scripture. Jesus said these words, I indeed baptize you, oh no, John the Baptist said these words, I indeed baptize you with water unto repentance, but he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. And then Jesus said these words in John 7, 38, he who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. But this he spoke concerning the Spirit, whom those believing in him would receive. For the Holy Spirit was not yet given, because Jesus was not yet glorified. Remember, this gift was only given after Jesus went to heaven. But Jesus said that he, out of our being, would flow rivers of living water. And he spoke about this gift of the Holy Spirit that he wanted to give to everybody. Now, I'm going to give one more scripture that's in incredibly powerful. 2 Corinthians 1.22. And it says this about our salvation. The Apostle Paul's writing this. He says, And God, He has identified us as His own by placing the Holy Spirit in our hearts as the first installment that guarantees everything He's promised us. Now, if you do different translations of this, you'll find that God's given the Holy Spirit as an eternal gift. A trillion years from now, you'll still have this gift. The gift that God gives of the Holy Spirit is an eternal gift, and the Bible says it's like a security deposit. It's like a pledge that God says, I'm securing with you a promise to guarantee everything else I'm going to give you in the world. I'm going to give you all of your, my, the inheritance, whatever Jesus inherits, we inherit with him. And the Holy Spirit is a gift as a down payment that we receive from God. And it says that it guarantees everything he's promised us. It's not just a small gift, this thing. When I heard about this gift and I went to a mainline denominational school, when I was 12 years old, I, got, I gave my heart to Jesus. There was only one other, there's only a handful of people in the whole school that I knew that were Christians. There was one guy, his name was Ashley Williams, and I went out the night that I got saved and I said, I don't know what just happened to me. I feel a peace I've never felt. He said, You just got born again. And then he was from a church somewhere, and I was at a boarding school in the middle of Africa. And he started telling me about the people of his church got the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I went to the Bible, I saw it there. I I didn't know how to receive this, so I'm showing you tonight how to receive this gift, all right? And, you know, I, I begged and pleaded, and I, God, I want this gift. I was so hungry for this gift. It took me six months of begging God, and then God took me to a meeting where people understood it, and I received it then at the age of 13. I mean, but, I mean, to me, we're a part of a church that embraces it, that, that, that recognizes it. Now, we do Bible schools all over the world. There is one thing the enemy fights like, like almost nothing else. He does not want any Christian to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. He will just fight that tooth and nail because it receives, people receive power. Because God's power is pulled on them. And, and there's a change and God puts a deposit in their heart. And he releases something which is eternal. And that gift has helped me from the age of 13 to this day. It's been such a tremendous help to me. So I want us to, to um, just look at the, the, the conditions to receiving the Holy Spirit. And I just mentioned the first one. 
We must desire to go deeper with God. That's just a, that's, you know, if you just want to come to church just to be splashed, maybe have some holy water sprinkled on you, then you're in the wrong church, all right? <laughs> and we can recommend a few to you, but that's, this church, the, the, the thing that, that, that is so important to us is a desire to go deeper, all right? Now, there's a, a magnificent scripture in the Old Testament, the book of Ezekiel. I'm just want to, we're going to bring it up here, and we're going to watch a video that really illustrates it so powerfully. And Ezekiel is shown the temple, and this is the, the temple that's still to come. And the Bible says we take trips to Israel, and the Bible says that there's going to be a ruling and reigning of Christ on the earth for a thousand years. And it says that there's a, there's a gate on the east side of Jerusalem facing the Mount of Olives where Jesus gave these words, the ones that we read earlier. And that gate is sealed up because the Messiah is supposed to come back through that gate. And so certain groups that have controlled Jerusalem have sealed that thing up because they don't want the Messiah to come. But the Bible says that the temple will be rebuilt and out of the temple will flow a river. It's going to go down into the Kidron Valley, and then it's going to flow all the way down to the Dead Sea. And everywhere this river goes, there's going to be life. So Ezekiel has shown this in graphic detail, and the angel that's showing it to him, or it's a man, but it's an angel that's showing this to him in Ezekiel 47 verse 3, we're just going to read up and just read what happens to him, and then we're going to watch a video to illustrate it. It says, And when the man went out to the east with the line in his hand, he measured a thousand cubits. I'm not quite sure how much a thousand cubits is. It's a pretty good distance. And he brought me through the waters, and the water came up to my ankles. So he went a thousand cubits, and, there's, and the water came up to his ankles, all right? Now he again measured, he measured 1,000 and brought me through the waters, and the water came up to my knees. Again he measured 1,000 and brought me through, and the water came up to my waist. Again he measured 1,000, and it was a river that I could not cross for the water was too deep, water in which one must swim, a river that could not be crossed. Then he said to me, this water flows towards the eastern region, goes down into the valley and enters the sea. When it reaches the sea, its waters are healed. And it shall be that every living thing that moves, wherever the rivers go, will live. There will be a great multitude of fish, because these waters go there, for they will be healed, and everything will live wherever the river goes. Now, I think it's just such a picture of the church. Some people just like to go up to their ankles. Some people like to go up to their knees. Some people go up to their waist. But if you really, really want to really grow in God, you have to go deep. You have to go to a place where you are swimming. The river's carrying you. You're not carrying the river, right? You have to go to a place where you must swim, where you must let God take you where the current goes. And everything in that river is life. Everything in that river is God and lives. So let's watch this amazing video. It was made by Stephen Curtis Chapman many years ago, but I, I, it touches me every time I watch it. It's called Dive. Let's go deep.
This is the first requirement to receive anything from God. You've got to want it. God's not going to kidnap anyone to heaven. And he's not going to force anybody to receive anything from him. But God's response is when our hearts don't want to just get splashed. We don't want to just go to our ankles, our knees, our waist. We want to dive in. We want to receive everything he has for us. And so that's why whenever I ask for the gift of the Holy Spirit, I never try and force anybody. If you don't want this, it's fine. It's up to you. It's God's not going to kidnap you to heaven. He's not going to force you to get anything from him. Every good gift comes from above. And right, and anything that comes from God is, is, is so wonderful, and yet you must want it. And so, together with that, you need to ask for it. You have to ask for the Holy Spirit. And in fact, I can't give this gift to anybody. All I can do is lead you in a prayer where you ask the baptizer who is Jesus. Now, it's very important because people just get confused about this. The Bible talks about salvation, when you get born again, and, and we have an altar call here, the Holy Spirit convicts us of sin. And the Bible says that when a person accepts Jesus, the Holy Spirit does a, you're born of the Spirit. The Holy Spirit does a supernatural work, and He takes a, a person, and it's a miraculous thing that happens. You become a new creation, but it says by one Spirit, we are baptized into the body of Christ. All right? So the Holy Spirit baptizes you into Jesus. You become a part of Christ. You become a part of the body of Jesus Christ. Are you with me? This is not that. Jesus said, I, John baptized into water, but he says, I baptize you into the Holy Spirit. One is the Holy Spirit baptizing you into Jesus. Now, once you're a part of Jesus, now Jesus baptizes you into the Holy Spirit. Are you with me? Very important to get that distinction. But you have to ask the baptizer. And I'm just going to lead people into that prayer. Jesus, I ask that you baptize me into that river of the, of the Holy Spirit and, of, and with your fire. God's fire is not a bad fire. It's a fire that burns out all the junk. <laughs> all right? You want that fire. You want the fire of God. The Bible says when people received it, tongues landed on each head. And it was a burning of the Spirit of God, of His cleanness, of His purity, burning out all the junk that's in our lives. Amen? But you have to ask for it. And Jesus clearly says this in Luke chapter 1, verse 11, verse 13. He says to the people, He says, If you then, being evil, know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? So we have to ask for the Holy Spirit. Amen? Now, people, many people say, you know... Um, well, you get the Holy Spirit when you, get, when you get born again. But let me just say this, that this gift is not available to anybody until they've accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. You have to receive Jesus as Savior. The Holy Spirit has to baptize you into Christ before Jesus can baptize you into the Holy Spirit. So salvation is a requisite for this, and I just want to show that to you in Scripture and I hope some of you that are ministering this to other people, that you can share these scriptures with them. And this is Acts chapter 2, verse 16. When they received the Holy Spirit, and we'll get to this actual moment in a moment, but I just want to just point out this scripture. When they received this first time in the book of Acts, which is in Acts chapter 2, we covered it uh, here at the rock, 
And in verse 16, it says, they saw the, the gift being poured out, and the apostle Peter said these words. He said, this is what was spoken by the prophet Joel, and it shall come to pass in the last days, says God, I will pour out of my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men shall dream dreams. And on my men servants and on my maid servants, I will pour out of my spirit in those days, and they shall prophesy. How much flesh will God pour out his spirit on? All flesh. This was not given for just a few special people. He says, I, in the last days, which we're in the last days, which started in the day of Pentecost, we're still in the last days. We're so much closer than they were then. Jesus said, he said, I will pour out, the prophet Joel, Peter quotes the prophet Joel, says, I will pour out my spirit, God says, on all flesh. And your sons and daughters will prophesy, your young men shall dream dreams and old men. So it mentions everybody, young, old, you know, dreams, visions, um, maidservants, men, women, it doesn't make a difference. It's all of us are included. And we find again here in Acts chapter 2, verse 39, it says that Peter stood up and he said this up to the people, for the promise is to you and to your children and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. Peter says to the people when they first received this gift, remember they went back to Jerusalem, they waited for this promise, it came, and then Peter stands up and he says, this gift is to you, to your children. And then he says, to many who are afar off, that's people who are a long way away, as many as God calls. Have you been called by God? The promise is to you. It's to, it's to our children. It's to, our, it's to people in faraway countries. I've traveled into remote parts of the world and seen people receive this gift in places I don't even know how to pronounce and places where... You know, multitudes have received this gift. God said, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit on all flesh. Amen? And so, we see here in Acts chapter 2, verse 1. Now, here is when they actually receive it. And this is very important because it gives us some keys about us receiving it tonight. Because I'm believing that, and I've ministered this in so many places, and we're going to see half a million people, uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit poured out in them, there's no reason why God can't give anybody who wants it tonight can receive it tonight. And I'm just trying to get rid of all the blocks in your mind. Number one, you've got to want it. Number two, you have to ask for it. Number three, the only requisite for it is that you've given your heart to Jesus. All right? You've got to be baptized by the Holy Spirit into Jesus. You don't get this because you've lived a perfect life. You don't get this because you know, you are still battling with some addiction or something like that. You can receive it. The only requirement is that you've given Jesus your heart and he's washed your sins away. When God looks at you, he looks at you through the blood of Jesus, no matter where you are in your walk with him. You don't have to be at this perfect place. You only have to have accepted Jesus as Savior. And God looks at you through the blood of Jesus. So you are, you are eligible no matter where your life is and where you're at with God, so long as you want it and you've accepted him as Savior. He's washed your sins away, not because you're any good, because the blood of Jesus covers every sin. Are you with me? So you've got to be saved, and you've got to want it, and you've got to ask for it. All right? In verse Acts chapter 2, this is when they first received it. Remember Jesus said, go back, and now this is the beginning of the next chapter. 
When the day of Pentecost, in Acts 2 verse 1, had fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. They were waiting. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled the whole house where they were sitting. Then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire. That's the baptism of fire. And one sat on each of them. So each one of them got one of these. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, what we see here is that when God gave this gift, He gave a new manifestation that had never been given in the world before. Now, all of the other manifestations of the Holy Spirit, healing was in the Old Testament, miracles were in the Old Testament, um, you know, uh, um, prophecies in the Old Testament, all of the signs of the, of the Holy Spirit are in the Old Testament. But only at the day of Pentecost did a new manifestation came. And it was a language that God gave from heaven. And it's a language he gave to people. Remember Jesus said, out of, your, out of your innermost being will come rivers of living water. Because there's one thing that no human being can control. It's the tongue. It's the thing that gets us into most trouble all through our lives. And so with this gift, God gave to believers this new language. It's not a language from man. It's not a language you understand. It's a new language from heaven. It doesn't come from your head. It comes from your spirit. It comes from the Holy Spirit as he prays through you. Now, it's very important to realize that when the Holy Spirit was given, it says they began to speak. Because you must understand that anything you receive from God is a cooperation between you and God. God will never come down and, and override your free will. You choose to participate with God. Reinhardt used to say it's like a chess game. You move, God moves. You move, God moves. But all I know is that when you step out, many times when people receive this gift, they will start to open their mouth and start to speak. It says they began to speak as the Holy Spirit gave them utterance. So the, there's a partnership that happens. Your first word is probably going to come from you. It can't be in English, it can't be in Spanish, it can't be in any other language. It's going to come just a, a sound. Please don't make it a sound you understand, because if you make it a sound you understand, then your brain gets involved. You don't want your brain involved. You want the Holy Spirit to work with just your faith, all right? It's coming from your spirit. The Holy Spirit says out of your, out of your, your innermost being will come rivers of living water. You've got to understand this comes from your spirit. The first sound you make is probably going to come from you. But as you start to begin to make a sound, it says the Holy Spirit will now come and partner with you, and he will turn that sound into a language. And it's a, it's a cooperative thing. From the, from the time you receive this, and I got it when I was about 13, until the day that Jesus takes you home, you will have that language. Now, why do we get that language? The Bible says it's a language from heaven, so when we don't know what to pray, that God can pray through us. Now, I always learned that prayer is a cycle, a real true prayer. If even in the natural, if, you, if God has got something he wants to do, then we have got to somehow catch what's in heaven into our heart and pray it back to him. And God always answers his own prayers, all right? So God, say God wants to, to win a person to Christ, and God puts the burden in, his, he has the burden you catch a burden, you pray that prayer, it goes back to God, God answers his own prayer. 
The Holy Spirit is amazing because He now comes into our heart. We cooperate with Him. We pray that language and we pray it back to the Father. And God knows what's going to happen in your life tomorrow. He knows what's happening in your family. He knows what's going on with your children. He knows what's happening in your world. And you cooperate with God. And that prayer language is, the Bible says, you speak in mysteries by the Holy Spirit. And you pray it back to the Father. All right? And this is an amazing gift He gives it. And, and, and once, as you be step in faith, but I want to make sure you understand the first sound. Don't wait for God to come down and move your tongue. Your faith is making the first sound. And as you make the first sound, begin to make a sound, you'll, you'll be amazed. The Holy Spirit will begin to come in and He'll just turn it into a language. All right? That's what happened on the day of Pentecost. That's what happened here. So I want to... Um, I'm just going to give you one more scripture here. Um, I want to make sure. Matthew 3, verse 16. We, we saw Jesus being baptized in the river Jordan. When he had been baptized, Jesus came to immediately from the water, and behold, the heavens were opened to him. He saw the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting upon him. And suddenly the voice came from heaven saying, This is my beloved Son in whom I am well pleased. How did the Holy Spirit manifest here? Like a dove. The Holy Spirit is very gentle. That's why we want to respect His presence tonight. We want to ask the Father to give us the promise from on high. We ask the baptizer who's Jesus to immerse us into the gift of the Holy Spirit, to receive that. And as we receive it, God's going to give us that language that He promised because He promised it. And we can receive it. All right? But the Holy Spirit is like a dove. He's very gentle. He will always respect your free will. He will never force anything on you. And so the way he manifests it, if anybody tries to force you to do anything, then it's, it's just, it's, it's something you just, you, if you, you enter a place where you feel like you, there's coercion, manipulation, or anything else, the Holy Spirit's fruits are love, joy, peace, gentleness. When you receive the Holy Spirit, you will feel a joy, you'll feel a peace. It's from God because the Holy Spirit's His presence and His, His, His character and nature are love, joy, peace, gentleness, kindness, goodness, self-control, all of those things. And He'll never violate your self-control. He'll never violate your will. You have to choose to, I, God, I want to dive in. I want to participate with you. I want to see that gift manifest in my life. And as you open up and ask Jesus to baptize you, He's going to baptize you if you want it. Amen? Let's watch this crowd. This is in, 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 the, country, in the city of, uh, of Abba, in the country of Nigeria. This is a crowd of about half a million that Reinhardt, at the end of each crusade, we used to, I used to film these things on a regular basis, every crusade. He would pray for people to receive the Holy Spirit. I want, as you watch this, that you would just prepare your hearts because after that, we are going to open up to anybody who wants to receive the Holy Spirit. We're not going to force anybody. In fact, we're going to give everybody an option. If they want to, to, to leave the service, they're fine. It's okay to do that. We're going to give people an opportunity. But I just want you to watch this massive crowd. When those scriptures I've shared, in the last days, I will pour out my Spirit on all flesh. God wants to pour out His Spirit. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, all right? And this is the promise of the Father for these end times to speak to his people in supernatural ways. So let's watch this final video, Let Your Spirit Fall.
if God will give it to half a million people. Isn't the scriptures amazing? God says, in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Anybody who's hungry, men and women, young and old, daughters, sons, all over the world, to the ends of the earth, the promises to you, your children, to those who are far off, as many as God calls. It's just a question of whether people want that. The, this, this, this word about the Holy Spirit, we're going to pray now in a moment for everybody. Um, 1 Corinthians 14.2, just giving, uh, Paul's giving insight onto the, onto the prayer language that God gives. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God, for no one understands him. However, in the Spirit he speaks mysteries, but he who prophesies speaks edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself, but he who prophesies edifies the church. And then he says, I wish that you all spoke with tongues. And Paul's saying that this, this language is a, is a, it personally builds you up. You're praying mysteries to God. You don't understand what you're saying. God's giving you a language that the Holy Spirit can pray through you. He knows everything. And in fact, if, he, if you understood it all, you'd probably mess it all up because, you know, our brain gets involved, messes everything up, all right? So God gives us a language that comes from the Spirit straight to the throne of heaven. And we're now praying mysteries to God. God's praying through us. It's an amazing, amazing gift, and it's a security deposit of just everything else God's going to give you. And so I want to close by, first of all, um, I'm going to have everybody just stand in the presence of God, and we're going to, I'm not going to have people come forward for salvation tonight, but you cannot receive this gift unless you've given your heart and soul to Jesus. It's not whether you've gone to church at all. You can all stand in God's presence all right, I went to church in a boarding school six times a week for maybe, I don't know, nine, ten years. But in all those years in, in, before I got saved, I had gone thousands of times, but I had never given my heart and soul to Jesus. Just because you go to church does not mean you're saved. Just because you've come to a service, just because it, it comes to a place where you have to recognize that Jesus Christ He's the only way to salvation, that God emptied heaven and sent his greatest gift, and he came and lived a perfect life on this earth, and he went to a cross, and he purchased salvation for you. He died for your sins. So when you stand before God and you say, God, you know, God says, why should I let you in? And we say, well, I have more good things than bad things. God says, that's not going to get you in. The only answer that gets you into heaven is, God, I'm a rotten sinner. I've done everything wrong, and all of us have. The Bible says all have sinned and fallen short of God's glory. But you have to say to God, I put my faith that your son paid for it all. That gets you into heaven. It's like, okay, all right, it's settled. It's been forgiven because you put your faith in what Jesus did. And when you fully, fully embrace him as, as, as your Savior because of what he did on the cross, then you receive him as your Lord. And you say, Jesus, you are now from this day forward, I give my life to you, my future to you. I give the, the rest of my being and my days to you. You make a decision to put your faith in him and accept him as not just the Savior, but the Lord of your life. That's when you get born again. That's what happened to me when I was 
um, 12 years old. I said, I felt such a peace. It's because I accepted Jesus into my life and I made him the Savior and Lord of my life. So I want to just give an opportunity. If you haven't received Jesus, even if you're not sure if you have, I want to have a chance just to pray. So I want all eyes closed for a moment. And if there's anybody that needs to make sure tonight that you are genuinely born again and that you are saved and that you've given your life and heart to Jesus Christ, I'm going to just... I'm going to just lead us in prayer. Wherever you are, you're going to be at your place where you are. But I want all eyes closed for a moment. If you need to make that decision, I want you just to raise up your hand. If you want me to pray with you, we're going to pray together. I see a hand there. 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 Anywhere else? I see a hand there. I see a hand there. Every one of these people are going to get born again tonight. Anywhere else that needs to make that decision, make sure tonight. I see your hand there. I see the hand back there. Anyone else? Even in the rooms back in there, I see another hand back there. Anyone else that needs to know, we're going to all agree together, wherever you are, you're just standing where you are, I'm going to lead you in a prayer where you're going to make Jesus tonight Lord and Savior. I see your hand back there. God bless you. God bless you. There's, there's about 10 or 15 people here, and I probably can't see them all because my eyesight's not that great. So let's pray this prayer together. Anybody else, one last chance that you need to make that decision tonight. We're all going to pray together in a moment. And that is going to be the basis upon which we're going to open up for people to receive the Holy Spirit. Anybody else that needs to make sure that they're, that they're saved tonight, just raise up your hand. All right, let's pray together. Everybody together, say, Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you for Jesus Christ, your only begotten Son. I believe you sent him from heaven. He was born as a child. He grew up to be a man. And he went to a cross. He died a horrible death for my sins to pay for them. He went to hell on my behalf. And I believe he rose from the dead. And he's alive right now. He's here in this place. Dear Jesus, I ask you to forgive my past. I turn, I repent of sin, and I turn to you. I ask you, Jesus, be my Lord and be my Savior. Save me from hell and come into my heart. From this day forward, I give my life to you. And I thank you that you forgive me and that you receive me as your child. Fill me now with your Holy Spirit. I thank you, Jesus, that I now belong to you and my past is forgiven. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Give the Lord a hand. Now, it's going to end very differently tonight. I'm going to ask, because we're going to dismiss anybody who maybe you received this gift and everything else, but you, for some reason, don't want to actually participate and come and receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Maybe you've received it in the past. Maybe you have other pressing engagements. I'm going to ask, while we're here, 
Anybody who wants to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, or maybe you just, you're just not quite sure if you received it, or you maybe didn't get the full manifestation, didn't fully get that prayer language, but you want tonight to agree with us together, and there's faith in the house for Jesus to immerse and to baptize, to put a flame of fire on every head, every person who wants it tonight to receive. So if you want to participate in that and to us to pray with you and to allow God to touch you tonight and to baptize you into the river of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to ask that you just come forward and meet us up front here. If you want to social distance, you can. If you're going to go to the sides, whatever. But if you just want to come up and receive, I'm going to invite you to come out of your seats and to come forward. But those of you who accepted Jesus, if you don't come forward, there's tables on the back at the end, and also there's be a video right after we, the service is over. Um, you can receive literature. We want to put some things into your hand to help you to um, grow in your faith. And if you just at this point want to just go and, and to, to participate in that and just to, to grow in your faith and begin your walk with God, go to the tables. And those of you who gave your heart to Jesus, but you also want to um, receive the Holy Spirit, then you, on the way out, you can also visit those tables and get some free literature that will help you to know what to take the first step or want to go in your next walk, in, in, your, in the next thing in your walk with God. So we're going to have also some of the prayer teams that are going to come up as well. If you want to receive the Holy Spirit, you want to be a part of this, if you maybe just even just want to be in agreement with it and want to pray for God to, to manifest, be free to stay if you want to. But anybody else who has any other pressing commitments, maybe has received it, has another reason, you are free to leave and to go, and, um, and uh, God bless you, and thank you for coming tonight. But those of you who want to participate and want to receive, you're welcome just to step into the aisles. Come down and join us up front. I'm going to lead each of you or lead, lead you as a group into the, into the gift of the Holy Spirit, and God's going to give it, I believe, to every one of you tonight. Are you, is your faith there? This is the promise from the Father, all right? This is the promise that God's promised every one of you, and He wants to give it to you. It's not difficult to receive. Do not make it overcomplicate this. Just reach out in faith, just like this kid came up. He just reached out in faith and took what God, had, what I had promised him. How much more for us to receive what the Father's promised us? Amen. So the rest of you dismissed. The rest of you, if you want to just just be there, pray, pray in the Spirit, pray for God's manifestation. I'm believing that every person that wants the gift of the Holy Spirit tonight, God's going to give it to you. All right. How many of you have never received the gift of the Holy Spirit that we shared about tonight? You've never received it before. Just raise up your hand. As many of you. All right. And that's what God wants to give you. And He's basically given you very clear understanding that it's in the Scriptures. God wants it for us. It's for every person. I've had it since I was 13. It's been a, such a blessing in my life. And now he wants to give it to you. Amen? Are you ready? You ready to receive? All right? So um, I'm going to lead you in a prayer. All right? Have you all received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior? Have you made him Lord of your life? Amen? You've definitely given your heart and life to him. We led you in a prayer. If you hadn't done it before, hopefully you've done it tonight. Because that's the requirement. All right? Do you all want the gift of the Holy Spirit? All right? So then the next thing is you're going to ask for him. All right? Now remember, you're not asking me. You're asking Jesus. Jesus is standing in a river of the Holy Spirit. 
I'm going to lead you in a prayer where you ask Jesus, Lord Jesus, immerse me into the river of the Holy Spirit and give me the promise of the Father. All right? You're asking Jesus. Now, at that point, as, as we pray that prayer, I'm going to ask you guys just to begin to begin to say something. All right? Do not say praise the Lord, hallelujah. Don't say anything in English, Spanish, French, German, any other language. It's just going to be a sound like when you're a kid. You start to make a sound, all right? And I'll be probably praying in that prayer language a little bit. If you want to just catch what I'm saying and just start with that. You've got to start somewhere. Every child starts with something. You've got to open your mouth and start to say something. And as you start to make a sound, remember the first sound probably comes from you. Then the Holy Jesus will come and the Holy Spirit will manifest and he will begin to pray from your spirit. Maybe you'll start to have just one sound in your mouth. Everybody has a different experience. It may just be one sound that he gives you. Just start to say it. You start to say one sound, he make it into two, make it into three. It's, it's a step of faith. It's like Peter stepping out in the water, you know. He, God had to hold him up. He had to step out. All the other disciples criticized him. Oh, you sank. Well, he's the only guy who got to walk on the water, all right. He actually did something. He started, right. Faith with God is you take a step in the right direction. God gives you the rest. All right. Now, I showed you the video of people receiving it. Very, it's important that we surrender to Him. All right. Surrender our body and our mind and our heart and spirit. Now, many people will feel a joy will rise up in their spirit. They'll feel God's presence. It's, it's, it's something which I can't explain. Um, God gives it different ways. The New Testament, there was tongues of fire that landed on people. Different ways that I've seen people, you know, receive the Holy Spirit in so many different ways. But it's the same manifestation that there'll be a language that God will give you. All right? So raise up your hands. Just be in the presence of God. I'm going to lead you in a prayer. All right? And we're going to pray this all together. I don't want you being distracted by anybody else. Don't care what the left person, left or right, back and forth, anybody is, is there. I want you just to re focus on Jesus. He is in this place. He is the baptizer in the Holy Spirit. He's standing in a river of, his, of fire. And He is manifesting the promise of the Father. So let's pray this prayer together. Say, Dear Jesus, I thank you for the promise of the Father. I ask you now, baptize me into the river of your Holy Spirit and with your fire. Immerse me right now into that river of love, that river of power, that river of your anointing. I open myself now. I surrender to you, God, and I receive promise of the Father. I ask you now for that gift in Jesus' name. Now just begin to open your mouth. Just begin to open your mouth and just start to make a sound. Now we've got some prayer teams that are going to come around and just pray with you and just begin to start just to receive. Just let the Holy Spirit manifest. Lord, I ask you to nurse them, baptize them right now into that river. Baptize them into that river. Baptize them in that river. Some of the prayer teams can just begin to just go through and just lay hands on them and just help them to receive, help their faith to, to, to come to a place where they can manifest right now, where the gift of God will manifest in their lives. Thank you, Jesus. Shanda kida ma shanda ma shanda. Shanda kida ma shanda ma shanda ma.
just going to pray for some of them. Let's go. All right, you ready? Dear Jesus, baptize them just like you received right earlier, Lord. Baptize them in the Holy Spirit. Baptize them. Baptize them. That's it. Just begin to open your mouth. That's it. Speak it out. Make a sound. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. Just speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. And keep your eyes closed. Keep your eyes closed. Just keep it open. That's it. Let it come. That's it. Let it come. That's it. Let it come. 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 Yeah. Okay. Just let it come. Lord, immerse him in the river of your love. Immerse him in the river of your love. Immerse him right now. Just open your mouth. Just start to make a sound. Make a sound. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. Start to make a sound. You got it. You got it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Let it come. The more you speak it, speak it out in faith. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. That's Speak it out. Speak it out. Thank you, Jim. Just follow my follow my language. Shandara. Let it come, let it come. That's it, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Immerse him. Immerse him in the Holy Spirit. Immerse him in the Holy Spirit. Immerse him. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. No, no English, no Spanish. You must pick up. Just open your mouth. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. And just let a, let a strange language come. That's it. Just move your lips and say a word. That's it. Again. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. 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 Thank you. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Manifest the gift. Manifest the gift. Speak it out. Open your mouth. Let it come. That's it. That's the Holy Spirit's power. That's His Holy Spirit. Just begin to open your mouth. Start to make a sound. Start to make a sound. God will give it to you. Open your mouth and start to make a sound. That's it. Just even one sound. Let it come. You got it. You got it. You got it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. God's given it to you. Just open your mouth and start to speak. God's to speak. That's it, Jesus. That's it. 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 Thank you, Jesus. That's it. Begin to open your mouth. That's it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. That's it. Speak it out. All right, close your eyes. Close your eyes. Can you just open your heart. Just in Shandakita. Just to begin to open your mouth and start to make a sound. Shandakarama, 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 That's it. Let it come. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. You got it. You got it. Speak it out. 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 That's it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Thank you, Jesus. Shandakita, Shandakarama, Shandakarama, Shandakarama. Begin to open your mouth. Begin to open your mouth. Just begin to open your mouth. Start to speak. Shandakarama, Shandakarama, Shandakarama. Open your mouth, begin to move your lips and start to say something. That's it, speak it out. Just copy, copy what I say. Copy what I say. Shandara, Shanda, Sanda, Shandakira, Mashandara, Kadama, Shandakara, Mashandara. Let it come, let it come, let it come, let it come. Let it come, let it come, let it come, let it come. Let it come. That's it. Let it come. That's it. You got it. You got it. You got it. That's it. Just begin to open your mouth. Start to speak. Start to speak it. That's it. Let it come. 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 Yes, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Just 
Open, open your mouth. Just begin to speak. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Just manifest. Manifest this gift, Father. Open your mouth. Just begin to say a word. You say the first word. Make a sound. You can copy mine. Just the first few words. Then God will give you the rest. That's it. Speak it out. 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 Thank you, thank you, Jesus. Baptize him. Mercy, mercy. Baptize That's it. You got it. You got it. You got it. You got it. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, baptize him. Mercy. Mercy in the room of your love, Lord God. Mercy. Mercy. Immerse him. That's it. Begin to speak it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Open your mouth. Just begin to speak. That's it. Let it come. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Mercy. Mercy. Speaking, open your mouth, start to speak, start to speak, start to speak. That's it, let it come. That's it, you got it, you got it. Speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out, speak it out. That's it, that's it. That's it, that's it, that's it, that's it. Let it come, let it come. You got it, 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 you got it. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Okay, begin to open your mouth and just start to make a sound. Start to make a sound. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. It's going to be very strange, but just start to make a sound. And you'll feel the joy of God coming up in your spirit. That's it. Start to make a sound. Let it come. Speak it out. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. You got it. You got it. Speak it out. Let it come. It starts just like that. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. That's it. Let it come out. Let it come out. That's it. That's it. That's it. Well done. That's it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Just begin to start making that sound. That's it. Let it come. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. That's it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. That's it. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Thank you, Jesus. All right. Just begin to open your mouth. Start to make a sound. Start to make a sound. The first sound comes from you. First sound comes from you. Start to make a sound. You can copy mine. Sanda. Sanda Kandarama. Sanda Kandarama. That's it. Speak it out. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. It's going to come from your spirit. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. That's it. That's it. Begin to speak it out. Lord, baptize him. Immerse him in the room of your love. Immerse him in the room of your love. Immerse him in the room of your Holy Spirit. That's it. Speak it out. 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 That's it. You got 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 it. Did you receive it? You got it. You got it. Did you receive it? Lord, immerse her in the river of your love. Immerse in the river of your spirit. Just begin to open your mouth. Start to speak it out. That's it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. 
That's it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. You got it. You got it. Speak it out. Speak it out. Speak it out. Let it come. That's it. That's it. Let it come. Let it come. Let it come. Let the joy of God come through. Let the joy of God come through. Okay. Many of you have received. Now I want us all to pray in that in that language. One, two, three. We're gonna go one, two, three, and we're all gonna pray together in that language. All right. And how many of you received that language? How many of you? You started to speak in that language and it started to come. Now, like I say, it's a language. It doesn't come in one whole thing at one time. It starts with you cooperating with the Holy Spirit. You start to speak and that language starts to come. The more God's presence is there, the more that language manifests, all right? And so you can stop praying it and you never prayed in your life again. Or you can pray every single day and let God speak mysteries through you to the Father. The more you cooperate with God when you lie in bed at night and you just begin to open your mouth, this is not for some of you to go to school and start speaking it out in the, in the chapel or, so, or even in, the, in, the, in the, you know, the playground or somewhere. This is, this is a personal gift for your personal prayer time that you would exercise it wherever you are, that you would use it. You know, when you're just praying with God, you don't know, you reach a dead end when you come to your prayer time, you start to pray in that language, and that language will be there, and it'll be the Holy Spirit praying through you, all right? On the count of three, we're all going to pray it out. Step out in faith, and I want us to just pray that language and start to use it, all right? Get used to cooperating with the Holy Spirit, opening your mouth, starting to pray it out, all right? On the count of three, one, two, three. Three, let's pray it out. Shanda kida mashanda kada mashanda kida mashanda mashanda. Speak it out, speak it out. Shanda kida mashanda mashanda mashanda. Shanda mashanda kida mashanda mashanda mashanda. Shanda mashida mashanda mashanda kada. Just speak it out, speak out the language, speak it out. Shanda mashanda. Shanda mashanda kada mashanda kada mashanda mashanda. Speak it out. Shanda mashanda kada mashanda. Shanda mashanda mashanda mashanda. Shanda mashanda 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 mashanda. That language is going to be with you for the rest of your life. It's a security deposit from heaven guaranteeing everything that God's given you in your life. Now you must use the gifts that God gives you. Don't let them go dormant and dry. Take time in the presence of God. Use that gift. The more you use it, the more it grows and develops. And sometimes God's going to start to give you the translation, the interpretation. My wife was praying with a number of people, and God was giving gifts. He said, with this gift's coming the gift of healing. With this gift's coming the working of miracles, emotional healing. There was a number of different words spoken. God begins to give you dreams and visions. And this is all part of what he says in, in Joel and in the book of Acts. He'll pour out his spirit on all flesh, and he'll begin to manifest the gifts in your personal life. Amen? Now, how many of you feel joy inside of your hearts right now? How many of you feel peace? All right? Now, I want to just warn you, all right? I want you to remember how you feel right now in receiving what God's given you. So when the devil tries to come and say, oh, you just made it up, it was just an emotional experience. Oh, there's nothing really there. There's lots of people who will try and, you know, stop. Them. I told you the enemy does not like this gift because it's the power, all right? It's the promise of the Father, and it gives you power to live for God, all right? So if the enemy comes and lies to you, say, I know what I felt that night. I know I felt joy. I felt God's peace. I felt His love. I felt His presence. 
and you just, you just speak it back to the devil. You liar, Satan. All right? Amen? Give the Lord a hand. Amen? Now, those of you who gave your heart to Jesus tonight, as you go out there, people at the tables, they'll have some free literature to help you because we really want you to, to continue this journey and to get a friend from the rock who can help you to guide you in the growth that you're going to face in the next you know, weeks, months, and years. All right? And those online as well, the same thing. You can just go. There'll be a video there that's shown after the, after the, uh, the service is over. And you can go ahead and receive the same information as well. Contact The Rock and they will show you how you can be a part of an SPT and how you can uh, continue to grow in what you've received. I'm sure that many of you there have received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You received uh, when we prayed together. You began to open your mouth and God gave it to you as well. And you can grow as well in your faith from wherever you watch this, even in the future. God can manifest that gift to you as well. So with that... Let's end the way we always do, all right? And let's pray a blessing, all right? Raise up your hands in the presence of God. Father, I pray that you seal every one of these people who've received the gift of the Holy Spirit tonight. Seal them with your love. Seal them with the Holy Spirit's power. Seal them with your presence. Lord, seal them with a certainty, Lord, that they've received an eternal gift from you and a security deposit, a pledge of the guarantee of all that you've given us and that you will give us. Lord, I pray right now that you would bless every family, every home in the name of Jesus. And together out loud, we say on purpose and out loud that the Inland Empire shall be saved. God bless you. Go and serve Jesus. And thank you for coming to Sunday night. Thank you so much for joining us online. What a blast getting to do church with all of you. If you just gave your heart to Jesus and prayed the salvation prayer with our pastor, congratulations and welcome to the family of God. Here at The Rock, we wanna get you plugged in and set up for success as you start this new walk. In a moment, I'd like you to head to our Respond to God page so you can fill out some information and we can get in touch with you. We not only wanna send you some free material, We'd also like to get you hooked up with a friend who can help guide you through your new walk with Jesus. We have multiple friends available that would love to meet with you via a Zoom chat, a phone call, maybe an email, or any type of COVID-friendly interaction. They want to meet with you. We have this wonderful little booklet called Welcome to Your Destiny, Easy Steps to a Successful Future with God. Now, if you live in the continental United States, we'd love to mail you this copy, this paper copy, and get it in your hands. If you don't live nearby, don't even worry about it. We also have electronic copies available in PDF format. We would love to send your way. We also have this fun little comic book we'd love to send to any kids out there that just gave their heart to Jesus as well. This book is super fun. It helps explain their walk with God in a fun, age-friendly way that they can understand. So now what I'd like you to do, I'd like you to click on the link provided below. Now, if you can't find the link, it's okay. We're gonna send you to our webpage. We'd like you to go to rockchurch.com and click on the Respond to God tab in the bottom right-hand corner. This is gonna send you to a new page where we can get your information so we can send you a free copy of either one of these fun guys. And we can also get you hooked up with a great friend who will help you walk through these next steps. Well, it was so great hearing the Word of God with you today. We can't wait to see you at our next service. And don't forget, God loves you and so do we.